Hey everyone, this is Jeff Blake, GM of the Dublin Dinosaurs, and today on the podcast I've got my good friend Kevin Spencer, GM of the Cleveland Spiders. How are you doing today, Kevin? Great, great. Thanks for having me on today, Jeff. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. I, I know we don't have much time, so um, we'll get right into it. First off, congrats on the uh, on the championship. I do appreciate that. That was uh, a, a long time coming for me personally. I've spent a lot of time playing this game through the years, and uh, I'm not I'm not too ashamed to admit this is my first title I've ever won, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm enjoying every minute of it. Hey, that, that's that's one more title than I have. So so you so you're definitely up on me for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, let's, let's get right into it. Let's see. So how did, how did you view your team uh, before the season? What, what did you think your team's prospects were? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I really felt like last year was one of my best teams I ever had. And uh, I pushed Palmetto last year, but I just couldn't beat them. Mm-hmm. And then coming into this year, I really thought I was going to be down. And, and the reason that I thought that was, I, I had to deal Murphy. Um, and then I was kind of counting on some guys that had past history of success, but recently they had been struggling some. Right. And uh, I was just, I felt like I was taking, um, I don't know, just wasn't necessarily the direction I wanted to go, but it's probably the only direction I could go. So I just tried to make it work. And uh, at first I, I, did not think I would be that great. I really thought I'd be about an 85-1 team. And uh, so right off the bat, I, I did not think I'd be a contender, to be quite honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, what, what do you think your most important move or acquisition was that, that kind of led to your success this year? Well, I think it has to start with Lowell Crudge. I mean, I, uh, I got him from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, if you would go back and look historically what he had been doing, he had not been doing a whole lot, but what he did for me at third base and, and just the fact that he got on as much as he did. I mean, I think he ended up hitting like a 329 clip for the year right. and uh, he just brought an element to this offense that was missing. And my offense kind of turned into uh, just a, an offense that just gets on base a lot. I, I think I was near the top of the league in doubles batting average on base percentage and those factors were now home run wise. I, I didn't have a lot of that, but I would just, mm-hmm. he was, he helped get me to that type of an offense kind of gave me an identity that I was missing. Yeah. Well, what player performance was uh, the biggest surprise for you? Was it grudge or somebody else? Which, uh, what was that? The biggest, what uh, player performance who, who surprised you the most on your team? Um, I'm going to say Phil Tippett. Yeah. Uh, he really, uh, advanced for me uh he's 26 years old and uh he had shown promise in the past but this year he really kind of took the the next step and 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 of course a catching position is one of those that's hard to fill Mm -hmm. so he really filled that void and and took off so i was really pleased with with what how he did right yeah i remember in the draft I, i had a high draft pick that year and i considered picking him and and I, I thought it was a reach where I picked, but um, I was hoping he would swing around to the second round. But I knew there wasn't much chance of that. And he's really, really blossomed. Yeah, I remember. I remember when he was available, I couldn't get my pick in fast enough. I was <laughs> thrilled he felt in it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a top four catcher now in the league. Oh, was there any moves that you uh, felt like didn't work for you that you uh, that, that kind of surprised you? Any um, players that didn't live up to expectations? No, uh, 
I, th- I think I, I mean, I know that typically happens a lot. Um, that sometimes your moves don't work out, but it honestly mm-hmm. felt like it was a season where almost everything that I did worked right. out and I can't explain it. Mm-hmm. I will say that there is one player that I felt took a step back this year. That was Muhammad Chippo. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he just, it just seemed like all year he can never put it together. And, and I know he's got some movement issues and, and I think maybe that could be what is kind of holding him back from taking the next step. Yeah. But it got so bad in the playoffs that I actually started putting him to my pen. I no longer trusted him in my rotation. Right. And uh, he was probably the one guy that, uh, of course he wasn't a move. He'd been on my team for a while, but he's the mm-hmm. one guy that I just, it kind of drove me crazy when he was out there. Yeah. So the uh, you kind of pulled away um, during the regular season and, and won the division uh, pretty handily. And uh, you won the division, earning a, a first-round bye. And so uh, you're sitting there and you're watching the Oakland-Honolulu series. Did you have a, a preference to uh, who, would, who would make it to you? I, I mean, I didn't have a preference, but I'm not going to lie. I mean, it, you know, you have a 99-win team in sure. Oakland and, and a and – a, and a 500 uh, team, I, you mm-hmm. know, I think any GM is going to say I'd rather play the 500 team. That's right. Yeah. But we all know that the playoffs are a different animal and, mm-hmm. and it's not always what your regular season record is. It's, it's really how you're playing that day. And they certainly were playing hot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Honolulu uh, beat the Oaks as everyone knows. And uh, they gave you uh, the biggest, the biggest trouble of uh, anyone in the playoffs. It seems like. I, yeah, they, they were on the, they should have beaten. I mean, when mm-hmm. we really get honest about it, I think I was down four runs of the seventh inning and I had to step <laughs> it out to the 14th. Yeah. And I mean, and that was a crazy I, game. I, there, yes, it was. And there was a, just a moment of panic on, on my part. I, I really thought uh, I was doomed. And, mm-hmm. and of course it's funny now, you know, Bill, throws out the chicken and, and I embraced it. <laughs> I just seemed to go with it and it worked. And uh, so it was just, uh, but no, it was a moment of, in my, I remember thinking in my mind, uh, you know, I've made all these moves to try to win a championship mm-hmm. and I'm a hundred win team yep. and I'm going to go down like this. It was just, I don't know. It had just been a tough pill to swallow if it worked mm-hmm. out that way. Yeah. So you, uh, so you slid past, uh, you slid past Oakland in seven, very tense games and uh so that led you to the lcs and your your uh, arch nemesis uh jacob of, of palmetto um yes. who's knocked you out the last two seasons is that right yeah he's knocked me out the last two seasons he's he's kind of been uh he he's been a thorn in my side to put it nicely <laughs> he's he's got a great team over there uh, absolutely I, i'm sure you were worried about that that matchup Absolutely. And what's funny is I, I messaged Jacob before that series started. I said, if, if you do this to me again, I'm blowing this whole thing up. I'm not going to let you just bully me around like this. And, uh, and I meant it. I just, mm-hmm. I'm, if he's that good and I have that much respect for what he's got going on over there. Yeah. And if what, what I put together cannot get in this year, I was just going to have to go a completely different route. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he'll he'll be back next year, no doubt. He's got um, most of his core returning, so, so he's going to be someone to contend with for a while. So you get Absolutely. by uh, get by Palmetto in, in six, um, and then we uh, then we move on to the World Series, um, Cleveland versus Long Island. We all know Bill um, relies a lot on uh, pitching and defense. What what were you worried about facing the Lightning? 
Well, what I was worried about was something he don't do very well, and, th- and that's hit the home run ball. Mm-hmm. And and I my strategy going into it was okay. Well, I'm going to try to throw my throw guys out there that don't give up the home run mm-hmm. uh, because he 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 don't hit home runs, and I don't want to help him hit them. <laughs> right. So I don't I don't want to give him an advantage that he currently don't have. And mm-hmm. and then I, and I know and then I went into this understanding that defensively I I did not match up, and nobody in this league matches up to build defensively when we're honest right. about it. But I, but I knew that I, I had guys that could get on base. And, and regardless of how good you are defensively, the one thing that can crack a defense is, is high pressure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to uh, just keep guys on base. I, I, some of the things I did, I, just, I was trying to turn up my aggressiveness on the base paths. Anything that I could think of mm-hmm. that I could potentially crack his defense and, and cause some errors. And and I don't know what the numbers came back at, but I know uh, he committed a lot more errors than what I did, which was mm-hmm. su- surprised me. Yeah. And do you attest that to the pressure on the base base path and so forth? I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I hit an insane – I did not hit a home run the whole series, which shocked me. That's nuts, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I had an enormous amount of doubles. I just had guys getting on base. And, and I think – I'm not saying that's why, but I think it, it certainly did. It certainly helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, what, what do you think your biggest key in defeating Bill other, other than that? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it was such a, mm-hmm. it felt like, it felt like I, I controlled this series to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of, outside of uh, the one game where I think I may have gave up 10 runs. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, it just felt like in the end of the day, as much success I was having on offense, it was still just good old fashioned pitching that, mm-hmm. that controlled yeah. this game. And so uh, I certainly think pitching was, was really what did it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you took the first two games on the road, which is, is just huge in that kind of series. Yeah. Just a, just a huge momentum swing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, uh, so you were watching the, watching the game as the uh, final, final outs were ticking away. What were, what were you thinking? It was just a lot of past misery in this mm-hmm. game that <laughs> the demons were coming out and, and I have finally overcame this hurdle. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I've been playing this game a lot of years. Uh, I've come close so many times and could just never pull it off. And I just got tired of not winning. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I mean, it was just pure joy on my part to finally win this game. Yeah. Yeah, well, we got about five minutes left, so let's talk about the 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 big topic of uh, the league right this second, which is the Russick deal. Why, why did you feel like you needed to trade Russick? Well, um, I have about four three hundred fifty four hundred million dollars in contract demands facing me <laughs> in order to keep in order to keep this thing going, and yeah. uh, I, got, I got half my offense will be leaving, mm-hmm. and I no longer have the farm uh and you can't buy your way financially into a championship right. it's just impossible especially with the the salary structure we have in this league um you can't just you can't just buy every player and, and continue to win so it was going to run i could have extended russick i i i had the money to do it but i had to pick and choose who who was going to join him and so when you don't have young guys coming up to replace the old guys, you're forced to spend. And, and I just simply couldn't, I couldn't sustain what I had going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, 
I had in order to come back as, as a be competitive again, I felt like I needed to do it uh, this coming year. And, and I had the battle had been in my mind. Do I do it this year? Do I wait till next year? Try to try to resign and then trade him. I had all these things going through my mind, but it, it, the championship allowed me to make my decision maybe one year uh, sooner than I absolutely had to, but I do think it was the right decision. Yeah. And uh, talk about the process of, uh, of, of uh, making the trade and uh, looking at offers and stuff. How did that go yeah. for you? Yeah, it was way harder than I ever expected. I mean, I had mm-hmm. seven offers. Uh, four of those came from the FRL side. Three came from the ARL. Mm-hmm. And every offer that I had was was just a great offer. And it's it's one of those things where, you know, you go through each offer and say, I like this about this offer, this about that offer. And you just you just spend so much energy trying to figure it out. And and then you feel bad at the end of the day because you don't want people <laughs> to think, well, their offer wasn't good enough. It was right. not that case at all. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it was amazing how close these offers were lined up. Yeah. The the one thing that did surprise me about it is I did think there'd be two types of teams interested. Uh, the first type of team that I thought would be interested would be the team that they thought Russick could get them in championship next year. Mm-hmm. Then the other type of team was, was where I really thought he was best aligned would be for those teams that had a young core, uh, decent finances, and, and could look at him for an extension. And there was the biggest majority of my offers came from those type teams that were building something that I think are teams that we could look at being uh, championship contenders in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. So uh, what, what made you settle on Claude's offer? Well, I, I always have the philosophy that, that, that starting pitching is, is the hardest position to fill. Mm-hmm. And, and I do have some hitters in my organization that I do like, but I'm very weak on the pitching side. And I felt like, the, the the pitching prospects that were coming uh, in that deal just was what I was looking for. Yeah. So that I would say that's what put that over the top for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you got a you got Tom Seaver in that deal. Who's yes. Maybe a couple years away. Um, Nieves, who's real close. Yes. Where, where, how how soon do you think uh, Nieves will be in your rotation? Well, I don't I don't anticipate rushing i i never have been the type of guy that would rush people yeah um so i i don't i don't expect it next year mm-hmm. um but maybe the following year we could we could maybe start to look at that yeah and you also got uh schofield was the uh siever nieves and schofield were the three three biggest names in my opinion so what uh, yes. what do you think of schofield how, how far away is he well, well i i find i find him interesting uh i love guys that get on base and he is an on-base monster mm-hmm. it's always how i kind of build my teams with guys that can get on and you know i've obviously he's he's more of a dh and i don't my style is i typically don't like a pure dh mm-hmm. i like somebody that plays the field that can also dh yeah but i mean just i can't ignore what he's done at the minor league level and how he gets on base. So that, that, that really spells special to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, finally, I know you got to get to go here in a minute, but uh, how do you see um, the spiders next season? And then in the next few seasons? Well, I, I think certainly 
we will take a step back next year. But with that being said, I mean, I still got some young talent on this team. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there's buildable pieces that we uh, that we have. And and with the prospects that I that I got in this deal, uh, future moves that I could be making, uh, I would like to I would like to just blend it. And I'm hoping that I can I can be competing again. I I don't know. I might I might be a 500 team uh, next mm-hmm. year, yep. uh, but my DNA is always going to fight for the playoff spot. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm wanting to make the playoffs again next year. But uh we'll see how it all plays out but uh we're we're hoping uh we're, we we want to avoid a long hard rebuild that's what we don't want to do yeah all right well anything else you want to say before we uh we log off here no i just thanks to everybody that's reached out to me uh on the championship run has been great i mean the last the last week has just been a flurry for me you know championship and then immediately dealing russick and uh it's been a whirlwind for sure, but I wouldn't trade it for nothing. It's it's been a lot of fun. Good. Well, I appreciate you having uh, uh, coming on the podcast today, and uh, and good luck next season. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Bye.